Like the music industry, the publishing sector has undergone tremendous change as a result of technological advances. With me to discuss the impact of these changes is recent Cambridge MBA graduate, Jed Rose, who is CEO of John Hunt Publishing. Jed, thanks for coming down. Um, first, tell us a bit about what you did before the MBA. Thanks, Conrad. Uh, so before the MBA, I worked in technology marketing, uh, mm-hmm. primarily at Microsoft uh, back in the U.S. Uh, there I did traditional product management, which is a combination of outbound marketing to customers, talking about the features, uh, communicating them with value proposition and messaging, and also inbound, finding out what it is that the customer wants and needs and communicating that on their behalf to developers to prioritize features and maybe to find new markets or new products to release in those different, uh, in my case, in different geographies, I was focused in emerging markets. Mm. And Jed, after the MBA, you moved to John Hunt Publishing, which you, you describe as a micro-publisher. So right. what is a micro-publisher? Well, by its definition, micro-publishing, it's publishing houses below a certain revenue uh, threshold. Um, but the way I kind of look at it is it's also in the middle between traditional publishing houses that have larger revenue streams and so therefore offer up to millions of dollars for contracts. Um, the other side of the extreme is self-publishing, where you have people who build books on their own. Um, they don't give up as much on the publicity or royalty side. Um, they're in control of their own marketing and publicity and copy editing and designing. We're in the middle. So we, we aren't doing hundreds of thousands of units for particular books, uh, but we're basically a lot of times finding emerging authors who will become big. Um, many of them sell you know, tens of thousands of books. And uh, we're basically offering them favorable terms. These are terms that are more favorable than the big publishing houses. Mm. And so we give them a bigger share of the pie. Um, as an example, in ebooks, we give 50% of the royalty to the authors. Mm. Um, that's very favorable by publishing industry standards. Um, but also, we're better than self publishing in that uh, we do give publicity marketing support. And the book that you get at the end, uh, we think, is of much higher quality than you'd get from a lot of other traditional sized uh, publishing houses. Tell, tell us a bit about the process then. Let's say if I were uh, a new writer, and I approach you, what, what with a book idea or even with a couple of chapters, what, what would you do? Well, the other part about being a micro-publisher is that we're very targeted on specific verticals. So we right now have about 25 different what we call imprints. And each of these imprints are very laser-focused on a specific target audience. What's uh, an imprint? An imprint is, uh, think of it as a sub-brand within John Hunt Publishing. So I see. Okay. Even though it's, uh, I'm at a publishing house, we have these imprints. Um, an example would be Zero Books or O Books. O Books is our brand of books that's about spirituality. Mm. Um, and so we have different sub-brands that focus on specific topics. Uh, we have Sassy Books, which is focused on women. Uh, we've got business books, which are focused on business issues. Mm. And so the first step, if you wanted to publish you know, with a micro-publisher like us, it's where does your foot fit within these imprints? Um, and then what happens then is you submit the book for consideration. Um, we do reject books. Uh, we look for a certain quality bar. And basically a publisher who runs that imprint along with a team of experienced former authors typically, uh, they then kind of review the manuscript. They review the market potential. They review um, – you know, they look at competing titles and kind of see what the marketplace is like. And then, you know, they make a decision on if to go forward or not. Mm. Typically, how long does all this take? It could be really quick. I mean, it really depends. I mean, we've had books that are finished from a copy editing, cover design, production process. um, But the rights have been reverted back to the author and they're looking to print with a new publisher. I mean, those could be a matter of weeks. Jed, has e-books or e-book stores such as Amazon disrupted the publishing process? 
they've, they've released a service that's in a specific market. I mean, they're, they're addressing a specific type of customer. Um, in the case of Amazon, they give a, a, a large percentage of the revenue to the author. Uh, but in exchange, you're not getting um, the copy editing services, um, the cover design. You're not getting the marketing or the publicity. And so it's kind of a bare-bones thing. So it's disrupted in the sense that it's brought a, a different way of book publishing um, that's more, I guess you could say, lean. Um, to a large number of people you know, using the web, and so it's very accessible. Um, but from my perspective, it's actually strengthened a lot of the things that, that we provide um, because um, we, we believe in the quality book that we produce and uh, a, a publishing process like what Amazon uses or other self-publishers, we don't think you get to the same quality. Hmm. In the music industry, of course, there's been a tremendous change brought about really by Apple, iTunes Store and stuff. And uh, one of the interesting changes to me was that how music artists now don't, uh, the album is no longer a very important part for a music artist. In fact, it's singles because you can buy you know, individual songs, whereas before you couldn't. Uh, of course, in the book business, you can't buy individual chapters. But has there been you know, a similar kind of effect or impact on book publishing where writers now change the way that they, the, the things that they produce because of technology? The established authors still sell their books, and they do very well. Um, people have established a following, and they have a you know specific type of you know genre. Like if they fit in a particular imprint, and they they have a good following, they keep doing that, and they typically do very well. I think where what you're talking about applies to the book industry, or uh, where you see authors um, basically publishing chapters or having a blog and putting up writing samples, and that's the mechanism for getting attention and potentially having people publish with them. Mm. Uh, that's. That, that's, that's a trend that we're seeing in the space. Mm. But as far as authors shifting who are doing full books to doing kind of you know, micro chapters or something like that or mini releases like what you said, like audio tracks in the book space, um, as far as I'm aware, you know, that's not a significant trend mm, right now. Mm, mm. That's quite interesting when you say you know, you, authors are now publishing chapters on a blog because uh, then that means they can get feedback and comments. And that can also mean that they can then change the way the, they write or the stories that they are, the, how the story develops. It's almost like crowdsourcing uh, ideas for a book, is it? It is, but you're also in an art. You know, I mean, writing a book is an art. Mm. And so just because a certain subset of bloggers who are posting comments on your chapter page, you know, doesn't mean that they know what's best for what you should be doing. It's, it's a very subjective thing. Um, yeah. I, I would say another thing related to this, because we've seen this in the music space as well, is um, subscription uh, services in the book business. I think that's something that we will see down the road. It's kind of a scary thing, at least the numbers that I've seen recently. Um, it doesn't leave a lot on the table for the publishers and the authors, um, just when you consider all the costs and the things that have to go around when you divide up the pie. Um, but that's that'll be an interesting shift. I mean, to your question about music mm-hmm. tracks and music and how that what we're seeing there applies to the book space. I think that could be something that appears more down the road. What do you mean by a subscription model for the books? Imagine if you could, I mean, there's a couple ways of doing it. You could subscribe to uh, an author. You could subscribe to an imprint. You could subscribe to a publishing house. So right. let's say I pay X dollars a month you know, to a publishing house, and in exchange I get access to a subset of books um, digitally. And, uh, and I could check those books out and read them and, and use them or share them. Um, and, you know, maybe there's a certain limit to what you could do per month or per year. So that's definitely a model, you know, particularly as you see books shifting to mobile devices um, mm. and where you have DRM, digital rights management, in place that helps protect that. Uh, I think that's definitely potentially a trend. So, Jed, what did you learn in the MBA that's, that's helping you right now in your work? 
So I'd say, you know, a couple things. Um, the first is just, you know, like I said before, you know, I was, I was primarily focused on product management, marketing, and sales, which applies to all businesses, all industries. Um, you know, whether you're marketing software or peanut butter, um, you still have to ask the same questions and you know, come up with the same solutions and think about who the audience is. So, you know, from that perspective, that's doesn't, you know, that approach doesn't change, even though I'm focused on the book industry. Um, but what, where, where I have kind of you know, expanded in my skill set over the past year uh, you know, with the Cambridge MBA is uh, getting more competence in a lot of other areas such as finance or strategy. Um, and I, I had prior exposure to that in my work before, but to be able to be exposed to it in an accelerated way you know, through these different consulting projects um, and just kind of better rounding out my skill set. I, I find every day you know, I, I'm using these different skills operationally. I mean just this morning I had a conference call on operations. Um, we have an issue with inventory management and making sure we're forecasting correctly the right number of books that are being printed for the demand that will come from customers and what is that for new book titles and how do you predict that best. Those are operational questions, and you know, I've, 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 I've been exposed to that you know, over the past year. And then on another day, you might have finance questions. You know, how do you manage your cash flow better? And um, you know, These are things that you, you kind of get more familiar and comfortable with over the year. So what surprised you most about your work? Yeah, the biggest surprise, and it's been a pleasant one, is just how much I've enjoyed um, the surprises day to day, uh, just it's it's different every day. The work, and so uh, when you're when you're with a small business and people are shifting around flexibly uh, to try on different roles based on where the business needs, and and as you, as you've rightly pointed out, the industry's changing and the business is changing. Um, you, you you do have to wear different hats, and so you know on a typical there isn't really no, I was going to say on a typical day there really is no typical day. Um, I might be dealing with a, a legal issue. I might be dealing with a customer support issue. I might be dealing with a question of our system and how do we um, optimize it better? How do we kind of make the process better for authors who are using it to publish their books? Um, it could be a marketing question. What's the voice of the company and how do we effectively communicate that to potential authors? These are all things that I think about on a regular basis um, while trying to keep you know, a direction towards the future and knowing where we're going you know, for the next one year or five years. So the combination of the two, you know, the day-to-day, just having different things, and then also keeping this longer-term focus, um, they've both been very refreshing things added to my uh, day-to-day job. That's great, Jed. Thanks very much for coming in and uh, giving us a real great insight into the publishing industry and the sort of changes that are coming or are already there in the publishing sector. I mean, one more thing I'll just add, which is the thing that I find most inspiring about this work is, you know, we're in the business of taking ideas you know, from people all around the world and making them real and making them real in a published way and bringing them to the different corners of the world uh, through our publishing network. And so for me, that's been just a very inspiring and empowering um, kind of mission for what our, our company's about. And I think um, we've done a great job so far, and I, I can't wait to see where it goes from here. All right. Thanks very much, Jed. Thank you.